Welcome to Dice with Death, where anyone could die with a roll of the dice. I'm your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, and joining me again for this week's performative Dungeons and Dragons podcast is Chatty Badger's Jamie Powis. Looking at the Sky Tower, what a beautiful steeple. I'm glad Quilly doesn't mind that Ark's murdered loads of his people. I'm Ark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, in the. At the previous episodes of this podcast, we found out that Ark has quite the past with some of the races of Parley in the Ooh. solar system, Githyanki and uh, goblins alike. Um, we'll see if you murder any more today, shall we, on the battlefield. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm also, of course, joined by We Are Reach's Amy Mallet. Team Arza Tits on their worst behaviour. May the odds be ever in your favour. Yes. Yeah. I actually forgot my Arza Tit banner, but I'm going to have um, one of those football scarves knitted so that I can be like, Arza Tit. Great stuff. Because, of course, in the last episode, Titus so lovingly named the team Arzatit um, <laughs> at the Champions Games admin entrance. So, yeah, that's. That's your legacy going forward for every champion games. Um, I'm, of course, also joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the one who who coined Arzatit in the first place, <laughs> WhatCulture.com's Adam Wilborn. The name's Titus, one third of Team Arzatit. I'm ripped with an ass that just won't quit. <laughs> <laughs> if that don't get you horny, well, my sword is moist. Anyway, let's get this Champion Games trophy to hoist. Oh, to very hoist. nice. To hoist. Love very, it. very nice. You said before we recorded that your rhyme was horny, and you literally included the word horny. Mm. Yes. I just I panicked after tit and thought, what rhymes <laughs> with that? And I thought, oh, ass that won't quit, and then just went from there, really. Moist, you know. You get the idea. I'm blushing again, so you know, yeah. it's, you know it's a bit sexy. <laughs> you know it's too sexy when Jamie blushes. Um, <laughs> is everybody ready to continue this horny adventure? Yes! yes. Am I in the right podcast? <laughs> Where are we going? Oh, no, we've, yeah, no, we changed it while you weren't here. It's, it's a really horny podcast now, sorry. Okay, I love the idea that it's just called a really horny podcast. <laughs> a really horny Dune Dune podcast. What a niche area of the podcast library that is. There is a lot of D&D podcasts, but this is without doubt the horniest. The horniest. <laughs> Previously on Dice With Death, as the party marched towards Stadia Concretia, surrounded by guards in purple robes, the gang started to get wary about the amount of attention they were receiving from the crowds cheering in their hundreds of thousands behind them. They were eventually marched up to the champion's entrance, passed their security checks and entered into the hero zone, but not before a blushing games organiser was taken aback by Zakai's half-elven appearance and silver dreadlocks. The newly named trio, known as Arzatit, was met by journalists and champion game contestants, all training in a high-spec gym, warming up for the foreseeable three days. Titus wasted no time in heading to the chin-up bar before being confronted by the orcish team of champion games contestants. Titus mocked the barbarian orcs' chin-ups, but eventually backed off, wishing them good luck in the games. Ark took to training Zakaya in the art of defence, using the shield he'd gifted her a few days earlier. Zakaya successfully became proficient with her shield, and even managed to bring the blade of her hand axe to the throat of Ark. 
Ark was so proud of Zakaya for completing her training that he brought her in for a big daddy parrot hug, and in doing so, felt a spark of blue arcane energy run between them. He surmised quite easily that the party would always be stronger if they worked together, but something in Ark's soul made him feel like that if they channeled all their energy together, they could unlock some seriously powerful abilities. It was then that a sending spell from the mysterious voice they heard outside the stadium entered their heads and told them to meet in the press area. The gang then met with Aelroth Quillinink, better known as Quilly, who told the party that the manipulator they sought to destroy was located in the Sky Tower of Concretia, a device shaped like a birdbath that harnessed the power of Petrosolidus to manipulate minds. Winning the tournament would get the gang to the Sky Tower to gain access to the Manipulator and get them an audience with the Viscount himself, Idu-Ra, also known as Dead Dragon. Quilly also mentioned a job that he wanted the gang to complete for him. Rumours of a cult known as the Violet Children had spread across the city, an organisation who wanted to harness the power of the Purple Moon for their own gain. Quilly speculated that Idu-Ra was the leader of the Violet Children and asked that if the party came across any information to let him know. Zakai became worried that all the attention on the trio would alert the undead loyalists to their presence, and although she was correct in her assumption, Quilly explained that on entering the games, athletes were pardoned of their past crimes, meaning that the gang would be safest in the stadium. Quilly scurried away as regal-sounding horns echoed out in the hero zone. The gang followed the sounds and were greeted by a games master who went through the rules, most notably saying that all contestants needed to get to the victory platforms at the end of each game to qualify. It was then that the Viscount Idu-Ra made a minimal appearance on stage before being ushered away. During the team's 30-minute downtime, Titus applied the lube to his sword, Ark did some meditating in the rafters, and Zakaya nipped to the toilet where she heard mentions of the Sky Tower, wish stones, and a sacrifice from two female guards dressed in purple robes. The fanfare sounded off again as the teams were marched out into the stadium and greeted by hundreds of thousands of Purple Moon Festival goers cheering at the top of their lungs. The air horn sounded and Zakaira and Titus made a dash to the first game room door, while Ark acrobatically taunted towards the crowd hundreds of feet in the sky before diving in after Zakaya and Titus. And that's where we are now. You close the doors behind you, which muffle the sound of the hundreds of thousands of event attendees in the stadium surrounding you, and you turn to face the room you've entered. It's as dark as a dungeon that you'd find in like a kid's book. Um, you see torchlight that flickers on the thick sandstone walls. You see a door at the other end of the room, 60 feet away from you, as well as a rotten wooden crate scattered about the place, some intact, but most broken down. You hear single, irregular droplets of water falling from the 10-foot ceiling and splashing onto the grounds as the reverberation echoes through the chamber. From outside the room, echoing again throughout the gigantic stadium, you hear the voice of the games master commentating on the proceedings and explaining to the crowd the first part of this game. This is the dungeon, an escape room filled with tricks and traps to disarm and dismember anyone who enters. Heed the riddles and they will be safe. Put a foot wrong and they could be buried for eternity. You hear the crowd cheers from hundreds of thousands watching as if they're out for bloodshed and death. What do you do? 
Wow, an escape room that can dismember you. Zach, was that how you lost your arm? Just just a quick question before we get into this. Yeah. Cool. Right. (laughs) 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 Episode 27, everybody. It's been revealed. Is it law? Is it canon? No. Sorry, Titus. I wasn't I wasn't I I wasn't listening. What did you say? Doesn't matter. What do you reckon you're doing here then? <laughs> well, what are these crates? Some of them look absolutely decimated, but others look intact. Um, should we? Can we do an insight check to see if there's any mm. sign of anything we can interact with in the room? I impulsively want to crash Bandicoot off them, but I feel <laughs> like, yeah, maybe check that this, there's not more well, stuff going on because there clearly is in this room. What do you reckon, Ark? We're after some sort of. Um... Like riddle. So if we can spot a riddle somewhere, that would be amazing. Oh yeah, should we all have a look round? Yeah, should we have a search for riddles? Let's have a look around, everyone. That's interesting. Everybody go ahead and make me investigation checks, please. Ark. 13. Zakaya. Modded 20. Ooh. Wow. And Titus. I normally do rubbish with these, but I got a 15. Okay. That's good. Okay. Zakaya, modded 20. You look around the room and you see... You see that the sandstone of the, the stones that are fit together, they're like... They're quite deep in there, like crevices that are joined together. It's not like it's really well-crafted cement that's holding them together. Um... It looks like they've been more placed on top of each other rather than secured. Um, You, the rest of you, kind of look around the boxes and the boxes are just crates. There's nothing inside them, nothing untoward. Um, Most of them are rotten and just broken down. So you don't think that the boxes hold any kind of particular... um, They're not important within this room, really. It's just setting the scene of a dungeon. but yeah, Zakai, you do you do notice that the stones are set together rather than say cemented together. So can I attempt? Well, actually, I'm I'm not going to attempt that. I'm going to say, uh, Titus Ark. Uh, I think we should. Um, I think we can move these. You guys are stronger than me. Or Titus, this looks like a job for you and your muscles. Yes. Hey, hey. Slightly, slightly, slightly offended because there's a there's a car door incident that kind of begs to differ that. To be honest, you know, but okay, whatever. Titus has no memory of that. <laughs> yeah, no, no history check on Earth would make Titus remember that he got smacked in the face by a car door. It's the concussion that's done it. That's the problem. Absolutely. Like it's proper, proper hit him. Um, yeah. Cool. Right. So we want to move these stones into sort of. So, sorry, Ollie. What's the layout of the room again in terms of getting across it? So you've got. It, it looks like you're in an underground sandstone dungeon. It's quite dank. Mm. It's quite dark. You've got torchlight all around, like the outside. There's maybe like twelve torches in this place, so it's not um, it's not super dark in here. Um, Zakaya can see the room very clearly with her dark vision, but you guys see it as kind of like a dimly lit room. Mm. Um, you guys are still you've investigated, but you're still stood towards where you came in. So you've just you've inspected the walls that are kind of closest to you, and you haven't stepped into the room yet. Uh, can I have a light hover so I don't touch the floor <laughs> below me? 
because I don't trust you, Ollie. And mm, baby traps. can I uh, just hover over to that kind of wall with all of the um, with the blocks in it? Just see if I can see a pattern or anything or anything on the blocks themselves. Yeah, so every every wall in here looks the same. It looks all sandstony. So everything that Zakaya's seen with her modded 20 all looks exactly as she saw it, sandstony. But you hover off the ground, maybe maybe a foot or two, and you hover into the room. And as you move into the room of the dungeon, you start to hear a hissing sound coming from the roof as a purple corporeal cloud enters between the cracks in the stones, creating this perfectly formed, almost thought bubble-like shape in front of you. You see white smoke appear in the cloud and it spells out a riddle to you all. Mm. Oh, I love a riddle. How exciting, yes. Was it, was it what gets wetter as it dries? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Family Guy episode where he's like, what gets wetter as it dries? A towel! And then runs off. <laughs> you see the riddle in this purple corporeal smoke cloud, written in white smoke, and it says, you shouldn't stand on me at dinner. And you couldn't stand on me if we were colliding. What am I? What? You shouldn't stand on me at dinner. And you couldn't stand on me if we were colliding. What on earth is that? What the bloody hell's that? The corporeal cloud stays in the centre of the room. So it doesn't disappear. So any time you guys want to reread the riddle, it is there for you. Well, the only thing I think of immediately, and it doesn't really work for the second half, so I don't think it is that, is, you know, when people say, don't stand on ceremony, but then that doesn't work for the second half, really, does it? You couldn't stand on a ceremony if we were colliding. Yeah, it doesn't work, so... No, but that's that's a good way of thinking about it, though, though, Titus. I think maybe it's a play on words. Let's try and break it apart. So the first part is, you shouldn't stand on me at dinner. What should you not stand on at dinner? A plate. A plate, yep. You could maybe tectonic plate, but I'm not sure. But That's I what I was thinking. Plates as in like colliding plates? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Are there any, on, on any of the walls, that are there any like symbols or anything? No symbols at all. So if, if there was a brick with a plate on it, we'd be fine. We'd be away now. We'd be out of the room. <coughs> yeah, done it. Completed it, mate. <laughs> Um, you see that the purple corporeal smoke cloud with the white writing in it kind of fades and changes and it says answer question mark bit pushy this cloud isn't it yeah I was going to say I hope it's not a time limit Um, (laughs) Titus you know know that there is a time limit on this game (laughs) oh Uh, I feel like the people outside the stadium and quite possibly the people listening to this podcast are probably shouting the answer right now. Mm. <laughs> you couldn't stand on me at dinner and you couldn't stand on me if... What, how did it, how was it worded again, Ollie? If we, we were colliding. You shouldn't stand on me at dinner and you couldn't stand on me if we were colliding. What am I? If we were colliding. So, so the two objects. Objects like smashing together. So I think plate plate could be yeah, a possibility. Yeah, plate's as good a guess as any. Like an earthquake could chuck you in the air, so you couldn't stand on it. Mm. 
Excuse me, Mr. Cloud. Is the answer plate? Titus, you speak the word plate towards this cloud. You see the purple cloud dissipate completely, like disappear out of sight. It's gone. There's no hissing coming from the roof anymore. And you hear the sounds of stones moving against other stones as slabs in the floor appear and then become replaced by others in their place. They start to glow, much like your mithril wristbands did when you were when they were attached to you. Mm-hmm. And you see five coloured stones in total. And as they pop up, you hear a <laughs> ding! As in... <gasps> You correctly deciphered the riddle. Yes! Yes, Titus! Nice work! Well, that was a group effort. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't come up with plate. I just said, don't. I was, I was taking a piss saying, don't stand on plates. So it was what? you who got the tectonic plate side of things, you guys. I mean, let's be honest. It, what what's really the truth because we all know that Jamie edits this podcast so he's just going to put himself in the word going plate was exactly. it yeah, yeah. like an Alexa kind of like a really robotic insertion what could be the answer yeah. plate <laughs> oh look you know like you know like there's a have you ever listened to some podcasts and there's like a noticeable change in the audio when they the, the presenter goes to do like an ad read where they go like they're having a chat with someone and they go, <laughs> great point, Ollie, but let's talk about Omaha Steaks or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to be a really obvious point where Jamie goes, hmm, I'm thinking plate. What do you think, guys? <laughs> My accent, I go American suddenly. What do you think, guys, about the word plate? <laughs> This dungeon so one is of cool, five. but what about setting up my own website with Squarespace? <laughs> <laughs> I always think back to the Adam Buxton uh, one where he takes the piss out of this American life. And he's like, how would you feel if someone ate your apple? <laughs> <laughs> with Squarespace, it's like building websites, but it's on a plate for you. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. That's our connection. If we ever got this episode sponsored. Um yeah, you hear you hear the ding, you hear the the click. You've got it right. The corporeal cloud disappears. Um, you hear the sounds of stones moving against stone as slabs in the floor disappear. They become replaced by others in their place, and they start to glow like the mithril bands that are attached to you. Um, and you see five coloured stones in total. Okay. One red, one yellow, one green, one orange. And one blue. Another purple cloud appears with the hissing of the gas from the ceiling in the middle of the room, depicting another riddle. This time it says, Angry, envious, and sad. Find me, and you'll be glad. Miss me completely, and she'll get mad. Uh oh. Oh no. So, what was the first part? Is en- envious. Angry. Angry, envious, and sad. Find me and you'll be glad. Miss me completely and she'll get mad. Right, so green with envy, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing red, anger. Feeling blue, that's sad. Orange and... Yellow. What was the other Orange and yellow. Find me and you'll be glad. Miss me and you'll be sad. She'll be, miss me and no, she'll, she'll be mad. Be sorry, mad. yes. Sad. The first bit, if we are going down the envy route, it, it, the colour route, the first one is it's angry, 
envious sad so that is what that the color code for that is like red green blue mm. just in case that's something that's important red green blue. <coughs> these um these colored plates have popped up in the floor if i didn't make that clear enough leading oh. to the door at the other end of the room so i think we need to stand on so one. We've, we've got two colors we don't know yeah, haven't we? So we've got we've got yellow and orange. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yellow and orange and we've got Miss Me and You'll Be Oh. Find Me and You'll Be Glad. Mm. Miss Me and She'll Be Mad. Yeah. So Orange Yellow. Glad. Could <laughs> All both like kind of bright, happy colours. Mm. So, miss me and we'll be sad. Angry, envious and sad. Find me and you'll be glad. Miss me completely and she'll get mad. She'll get mad. Who, the, who is she? Where did you find her? Who <laughs> is she? Who is she? <laughs> UK Big Brother reference there for our American listeners. Yes. As glad um, as an orange, the famous phrase. Yeah, I didn't think that. Oh, I found an orange and I'm so glad about it. Um, <laughs> so strange. Uh, yeah, it's the, sh- the she will get mad is what's throwing me off, I think. Should we try and press the colour sequence with what we have already, so at least we know that's what we're supposed to do. Oh, like, uh, was it called Simon? Is that what it's called? The, the yeah. Simon Says. Simon Says almost, isn't it? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know if it's stand on the one. It has to be pushed because there's not enough of us. So we have to... Yeah. So... But then it's... Mm, so it's either the order... Which kind of makes sense. But then it does say, last one's, they're going to be mad. So maybe mm. we maybe we have to just push the one that's glad. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Can we ask the bubble? Does the bubble, does bubble, do we, need, do we need to press them in order, bubble? Or do we need to stand on the, stand on the, it's just one, Mr. Bubble. The bubble dissipates and disappears from the room. I'll go fuck myself, I guess then, huh? The bubble is our enemy now. It's made three very powerful foes this day. We could... We could try it one way and then try it the other way and just brute force mm-hmm. it. But I think if we do that, um, Titus, you should probably rage. Oh, yeah, it's an idea. Uh, yeah. Ollie, once more... Once, oh, Mr. Bubble, sorry. I know you've gone, but you can still hear me. What was the, the rhyme again? The rhyme or the riddle was Angry, envious and sad Find me and you'll be glad Miss me completely And she'll get mad And accompanying this bubble you see Plates that have popped up from the floor One's red, one's yellow One's green, one's orange And one is blue All I can can think is yellow I don't know 
I don't know. I don't know. I can't think. I can't think of anything that would either be. So happiness could be the orange or or yellow. Mm. The only thing I can think of is orange. Is you you can say it's amber and it could be a girl's name, but that's very 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 kind of like reaching. Yeah, that's. I'm just trying skills, to. Isn't it? I'm going. I'm going around the route I've gone. So I've got seeing red. Yeah. Anger. Uh, yeah, green, right. uh, green with envy. Yeah. Feeling blue, yeah. and then the only other ones I can think—I don't know any—I can't think of any orange-related things. The only yellow thing I can think of is like mellow yellow. I think yellow can be happiness. Is often seen as happiness. I think if I had to make it, if I was a betting man, I think I'd go for happiness or glad as yellow, but orange—not a clue what that connotes in that sense, in that context. Should we? Should we just do it? Can we phone a friend? Or just. <laughs> have we got any lifelines <laughs> I think you're right though regardless Ollie I'm going to rage just in case here yeah I would this. rage okay Titus not being able to make a decision on this uh, on this riddle goes into a rage <laughs> uh, straps down yeah. I hate riddles <laughs> uh, I am going to cast bless on everyone Thank you, sir. Thank uh, you. So that's an extra D4 on your attacks and saving throws. Yeah. Yes. So it's the saving throws we're probably going to need. <laughs> uh, so um, let's let's hit the order then. Let's go for it. Yeah, let's try the sequence because they might do something which lets us know we're on the right path. So what is it? Envious, angry, envious, and sad. So should we press red first? That That is the start of the riddle, isn't it, Ollie? That is the start of the riddle. Let's do it. Go red. Yep. Who is standing on red? I'll stand on red. Zakaya, you move forward. You gingerly, maybe anxiously, plant Ooh. your... I should half- let Titus do it. He's bloody rude. <laughs> you should have. Plant you your half-elven foot onto the red plate. And it lights up brighter than before. And you hear a ding. Correct, correct, okay. We might even be able to just work it out, like, 50-50 chance, boys. That's it, 50-50. Yeah, exactly. Okay, who's next? Is Envy was next, green. I'll hop on green. I bloody love this. you angrily, in a rage, stroll up to this (laughs) green plate (laughs) and plant your feet on the green plate and you hear a ding. Oh, I'm gonna go on blue then. Dabbadi dabbadi. <laughs> Ark, you hover over to the blue plate. Your talons have not touched the floor yet. Land. And those, you land. <laughs> you land Uh-oh. on the blue plate. And you hear. Ding! 60 feet ahead of you. Oh. On the door, you see a keyhole appear. <gasps> Ding! Hey! Riddle complete. Oh, Get okay. In. Oh, dear. dear. Maybe the whole thing was miss me and she'll be mad, as in we'll face something. Yeah. If we messed it up. That could be it. Yeah. Keyhole? Mm. Keyhole. Right. Can I flap a little closer to that keyhole? You flap Ooh. closer to the keyhole. <laughs> you come off of the plate and you hear a... 
Oh, roll me a bollocks. d4. Oh, oh no! Oh no! We 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 can move from them. No. One. A one. Yep. Ark, as you hover towards the keyhole in this door, you hear sandstones lift from the side of the wall, and you see six undead corpses appear from the walls of this room. Oh Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, no! Okay. Yes! I don't, I'm sorry, I'm not yes, but I just love fighting. I think we had to corpses. find me and you'll be glad. Miss me and she'll be mad. Uh, maybe we had to like fire an arrow at it or something from where we were standing. No, I, th- I think we just had to. I think probably the bubble would might have just given us the next thing if we'd stayed where we were. But I'm, I mean, I was intrigued by it. they. They put that fucking thing there to tempt us. I know what they. They doing. did. They absolutely did. Say they, Ollie. Ollie's put it there. I love that you're saying it. they. I love that you're saying they. You actually think this is the champion games that are trying to fuck you guys over. Um, uh, for those for those unaware, Ollie is literally dressed as Idu Ra this episode. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a blue hoodie, but there we go. Um, Ark, what's your initiative? 22. 22? Christ. Yes. Okay, Zakaya. I've actually... <laughs> I rolled, and it didn't roll properly, and it, but it did land on a 20. But I thought, that's a bit dodgy, because it didn't roll properly. Then I rolled again, and it was a 20. <laughs> and then I rolled again, and it was actually a 20. And I'm like, but now I don't believe it, so I'm going to do a, I'm gonna fr- roll fresh. I'm going to roll fresh. But hold on, no, hold, hold on. You rolled the first one and it was it was cocked, so but you it rolled like, it a second time. Yeah, and it was a 20. And a third time, and you got yeah. two nat 20s. But I don't know if you guys would genuinely believe me, because it didn't... I believe I, you. If you got you a sure? nat 20 on your second yeah, roll, you're it. a nat 20, girl. Let's go. All right, let's go, let's go. Whew, let's do Get it. Get in. Titus. Have I ever rolled well for initiative? I got an eight. I never have. I never, ever have. This is the only time I think I've rolled over 10. Christ. Okay, Ark, with a 22, you are up, my friend. You see, being the furthest away down in this dungeon, these stone walls come up. You see these corpses come out of the wall. Ark, what do you do? Um, what do they look like? Are they are they like are they beefy? Are they like shit munchers? What am I? There's there's a mix. There's um, there's a there's six of them in total. Two of them are shit munchers. Two of them are big beefy boys, and like two in the middle are just your average Joe undead corpses. Cool. Uh, as my action, uh, I'm gonna channel divinity. And cast Destroy Undead. Do read aloud, please. Uh, starting, uh, so I have an ability called Turn Undead, uh, which is, as an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a word uh, censoring the undead. Each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet of you must make a wisdom saving throw. If the creature fails its saving throw, it's turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. Okay, so... Um, destroy Undead, starting at 5th level, when an Undead fails its saving throw against your turn Undead feature, the creature is instantly destroyed, if its challenge rating is at or below a certain threshold. Ooh, amazing. So you are casting... You're casting turn Undead on these Undead Zombies? Yeah. And, okay. well, and if, if they're below uh, a half or lower, mm. uh, they get destroyed immediately. Okay. Get if in. they fail... If they fail. Ark. Four of these zombies 
explode into guts and bones. Just yes, they're Whoa. gone. Like as soon as they'd stepped out of these like stone coffins, they just collapse to the floor, explode in a puddle of guts. And these other two big beefy boys save. Um, Ark, that's your action. What else do you want to do? No, I think I'll be all right. I think I'll end my turn there. Okay, Zakaya with a nat 20, you're up next. What are you doing? Oh my God. Okay, so um, I've got my arrows of deeper penetration, but I think I'm going to save them, even though these guys are quite beefy. Um, I feel like there's going to be worse that you're going to throw at us, Ollie, during these champion games. Mm. So I Who, am... Me? Who, me? Little oh. innocent me. So... Um, I am going to... Where are the beefy zombies in relation to Ark and Titus? So, Ark is at the far end of the dungeon towards like where the door is and the keyhole is. You've got one big beefy boy who's come out of the middle on the right-hand side, and then you've got one who's closest to Ark on the left at the far end. Can I shout anything? Do I have to wait for my go? Uh, You you have to wait for your go. No, what do you want to shout? What do you want to shout? Uh, all I'd say is, I don't think we should move from where we're standing. No. No, that's what good. I was. Th- that was exactly what I was thinking. Is how what can I cast? I don't want to yeah. use a penetration. Ad. Good thinking ads. Um, nice. You cause numbing foster. Uh, I might cast uh, one of my fourth level uh, cantrips that I learnt, frostbite, because that range is sixty feet. Um, it can be casted at will. You cause numbing frost to form on one creature that you can see within range. The target must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 1d6 cold damage and it has disadvantage on its next on the next weapon attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. What Welcome to the party, Zakaya. <laughs> yeah! She is getting to grips with all them spells that this plucky little half-elven druid is now emboldened with. Yes! Um, Zakaya, just confirm for me what spell you're casting now. Frostbite. Frostbite. A ca- cantrip. Oh. Constitution saving throw coming your way. Are you, Are you? I guess you're casting it on the big beefy one in the middle of the dungeon? Yeah, that would make most sense, yeah. Great. That's a fail, my friend. Yay! Yes! Right, 1d6 of... Uh, where is my d6 gone? There it is. Uh, 1d6 of cold damage, which is a 1. <laughs> so, not ideal, but anyway. Um, but it has disadvantage on its next weapon attack roll before the end of its next turn. Okay, you've imposed disadvantage upon this zombie. Um, Zakaya, that's your action. You have movement and a bonus action. What would you like to do? Don't you try and tempt me off my post. <laughs> um, to be honest, I'm, I'm trying to save my spell slots, which is why I went for the cantrip. Um, so I don't think we're in imminent peril quite yet, thanks to Ark's antics. Zakaya is getting the most, like, uh, like oh, the, the biggest yes. wink and a nod from Ark <laughs> ever. Like, Ark looks back through the dungeon, sees Zakaya cast this, this frostbite, um, and yeah, you see you see Ark nodding in approval as Zakaya is coming into her own as this spellcaster. This triggers my daddy issues, boys. Um, <laughs> cool. So it, I'm actually, I'm just, I'm gonna, uh, is there any chance as a bonus action I can sort of raise, raise my shield? But to be honest, I don't think I really need to. Because they're quite far away, aren't they, Ollie? How far? 
from me. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't even need to raise your shield. You're like, you. if you're if you're casting, uh, what you've set yourself up for, Zakaya, is you've got your shield in your left hand and you're mm -hmm. casting with your right. So you don't need yep. to raise your shield or anything to like gain a better AC. You are just ready with the shield in case anything yep. attacks you. Gotcha. Cool. In that case, that's my turn, I think. Okay. Zakaya, it is the frost-bitten zombies go who has uh, who you've just frostbitten yep. yes has disadvantage on attacking you um comes at you for a bite attack which is a melee attack so they have disadvantage on this kind of <laughs> strolls up to you puts his <laughs> tries to like grab you and mm -hmm. put its hands on your shoulders oh zakaya what's your ac 14 it gets a 13 it misses completely <sighs> Oh, that shield, that literally, shield. that shield, that shield is there, because my armor class was 12, wasn't it? So that shield saved me there. Zakaya, you see this zombie kind of stumble and fall as it, like, jumps forward to try and get you. You dodge out of the way, but you stay planted on this, this colored plate that you're on, and it falls over prone in front of you. Um, that is the second beefy zombie's go, who is further down the dungeon towards Ark. Ark, you see that this beefy zombie comes out of the wall with a javelin and is going to try and oh. throw this javelin directly towards you. With his arm still attached. <laughs> Fuck me, I cannot roll. That's a natural one. Okay. Oh. This zombie throws this javelin. Ark, it zooms like straight past your head and into the other wall. Um, and you see that the you see that the javelin, like, goes into the wall further than it should do. Oh. As if there was already, I don't know, a hole there of some kind? Oh. Mm. That's the end of the zombies go. Titus, you're up. What are you doing? You're on this plate. You're stood on the red plate, I believe. The, the, no, sorry, you're stood on the green envious plate. What are you mm. doing? Uh, so, how close am I to either either zombie? One of them's at the other end of the room, isn't it? The other one's trying to attack. You're smack bang in the middle. You're smack bang in the middle. So, you've got Ark ahead of you, maybe 10 feet. Um, you've got Zakaya behind you, another 10 feet. So, you're, you're smack bang in the middle. I suppose... I mean, I can't... So, I couldn't hit anything with a, with a greatsword, could I, basically? I've only got, like, five foot of reach with that. Not without moving off of that plate. But I could chuck a hand axe? Definitely. Kratos style, do it. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's chuck a hand axe at... The one who threw the javelin, because the other one's prone, isn't he? So I don't want to accidentally hit, hit Zach. Uh, yeah, let's let's chuck a hand axe, um, which won't I won't have... In yeah, because that's not moist like my sword. I took a hand axe at the, the one who, who lobbed a javelin then. <clears throat> okay, roll to hit. Okay, here we go, come on. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just double checking because of the dots. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. 15 hits. You chuck this hand axe, cleaves straight into the like collarbone and shoulder of this zombie. You go... <laughs> starts moaning and groaning. Roll your damage. Sorry, I don't think I've ever got this on a D6. A six. A six. Uh, so that Yay. is 
that is 10 damage. 10 damage to this big, beefy zombie. Um, yeah, you see this axe, like, cuts his collarbone in half and, like, almost severs his arm off. Um, in doing so, Titus, you see that he had another spear in his hand ready to go and he just drops it on the floor. He know, he's no longer holding any kind of weapons. Um, Titus, is that the end of your go? Uh, no. What I'd like to do is raise my right hand in the air and then raise my left hand in the air and then bring them both down. Crotch chop the motherfucker. <laughs> because I'll be honest, I don't think I'm offering a lot to this other than brute force. But yeah, just a little crotch chop to the dickhead. Please. You crotch chop towards this zombie. Oh! Um, oh! He, he, he's rather offended that you crotch chop to him. But he's a corpse. He has no feelings and no thoughts. Sorry out there to all the corpses that I've just offended. Um, <laughs> back to the top of the round. Ark, it's your go. You have this almost severed armed zombie to your left, and you have a frostbitten <laughs> prone zombie behind you. Yeah, I haven't done this in ages. Uh, I am going to land on the one that's prone uh, in front of uh, Zach and just plunge my short sword into him. Oh, nice lovely. One. Attacking a prone creature. Roll with advantage with your sword, please. Oh dear, uh, I rolled a 15. Hits. Lovely. Nice. <laughs> uh, that is a five damage. Five damage to this nice. prone zombie. He takes it like a champ. Um, he's been frostbitten. He's on the floor. He's a corpse anyway, so <laughs> he has no clue what's going on. But you stab down into this corpse on the floor. Are you doing anything else with your turn? Um, no, I'm just gonna. I think Titus can take care of himself. So no offense to no offense to Zach. I think she can very much take care of herself. But oh, no. he's, he's prone, isn't he? So might as well. Uh, you might as well get an advantage in. Absolutely. Zakaya, yeah. that's your go. What are you doing? Well, I'm gonna do the same thing. If the zombie's still prone, right? He's prone right in front of you. You've got the zombie. You've got Ark stood over him. What do you want to do? Uh, am I close enough to... Is he sort of close enough to me that I can use my hand axe without getting off this button? 100%. Right okay. right in front of your feet. Okay, in that case then, I am going to roll to hit with my hand axe. Okay, roll with advantage. He's... Um, I'm guessing rather than chucking the hand axe, you're actually just like... Just going to cleave down, him. yeah. If he's, It was just if he was close enough for me not to lose my position, really. Great. Roll with advantage, please. Uh, one second, that rolled off, rolled off my table. Ooh, nice. 21. Hits. So, uh, hand axe, which I haven't actually used for a while, is... I think it's one... 1d6 plus three. I got a six as well! Get in! Plus three. Yes! Nine damage. <coughs> massive, Zakaya. massive cleave. Zakaya. Finish this zombie. Yes! yes! So, uh, I, I haven't got a pun in my head. I have, but it's a terrible one. It's absolutely awful. Um, God. <laughs> so I was literally just going to, like, slam down, uh, take its head off, clean off, and then say, how's your head? I haven't any... Uh, I haven't had any complaints. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs>
I mean, it deserves a wow, but the like the execution was just not there, was it? It just no, no, the commitment wasn't Ollie. The commitment wasn't. I will be honest. Um, but that was oh god, I was playing with that in my head all the way up um, to the kill. We got him. We got him. We take his head clean off. Get in. Guts all over the floor. Um, and then I'll just wipe my hand axe on my uh, on the side of my trouser leg, and turn to Ark and Titus and go, one down, one to go. Zombie is dead. Um, so it would be that zombie's go, but he's too busy getting head. Um, <laughs> we move on to the other zombie who is almost uh, have, has a decapitated arm, um, who looks at Ark and is just going to like run towards you, Ark, try and grab you and try and bite you. Cool. Oh, well, getting a bit biting. Does a 22 mm, hit? Absolutely does. <laughs> Okay, this zombie runs forward like towards you, grabs, tries to grab onto your feathers. He's like pulling out of your feathers, pulling them out of your skin and bites you for seven damage. Ooh. Ooh. Make a deck <laughs> Okay. Uh, remind me why. Uh, so I have an ability uh, called uh, Wrath of the Storm. Uh, you can call, Lovely. you can thunderously rebuke attackers uh, when a creature within five feet of you which you can see hits you with an attack. You can use the reaction to cause the creature to make a dexterity saving throw. The creature takes 2d8 lightning damage or thunder damage, your choice, on a failed save and half as much on a successful save. Gets a 12. Oh, that's not going to do it, unfortunately. Uh, so, okay. uh, d8. Let me get a d8. You are going to wish you never fuck with Arzatit. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even remember our own name then. You are going to wish you'd never fat with Arzatit, Ollie. Uh, to be fair, I thought you were just going to say Ark, but yeah, bringing Arzatit back into the episode, <laughs> so important for the lore of this campaign, so well done. Uh, it's going to take nine thunder damage. Nine thunder damage. Wow. This Damn. zombie explodes into guts and is fully dead. Yes. Yes. Oh. Smells a bit dodgy in here after that, like cooked flesh. You see singed cooked flesh splat onto the walls of this sandstone dungeon. Um, congratulations, you have defeated yes. all of these zombies. Ark, you are furthest away and closest to the door with the keyhole on it. Zakira and Titus, you are firmly stood on your plates. What are you doing? Wow, uh, I guess that whole encounter happened because one of us came off of our button. So, yes. Ark, do you need to get back on it? I, I think now I'm off it, I can explore a bit. Yeah, maybe we'll just stay well, maybe in case. Um, yeah, I think. What what I want to do is, is kind of flutter over to... Fluttering now. Uh, fluttering over to <laughs> that um, javelin. Can I see if there's a kind of a hole there that it's gone into? Yeah, you see that the javelin has gone into a hole in the wall. That was... I mean, the, the javelin is far too deep within the wall for it to have penetrated this rock, like, in the first place. Can I see any more holes in the wall? No. I automatically, when people say, like, booby trap tunnel or whatever it may be, automatically go Indiana Jones. Mm. Yeah. 
So what what do you think? What do you think I should do? Shall I? I think that's just there to if we bugger up again or set off another trap. I think what you have to roll a d4. So we got undead that time. Next time we could get fucking spikes coming out of the wall and the walls well, closed. Snakes. I just go worst case scenario, basically. Yeah. Snakes. <laughs> snakes. Yeah, I reckon we'll get something else. Okay. Some other kind of booby trap. I'm a snake. Can I? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm a snake. Could I flutter over to the lock? And just see what mm. I can see. Like, is there like a? Is it like a? Is it a normal lock? Is there a mechanism in it? You flutter over to the lock. It looks like a thick, chunky, but corporeal lock that's appeared on the front of the door. Wasn't there before, when the purple cloud disappeared, and when you, uh, when you all stepped on the correct plates, this lock appeared. Can I, if I look into the lock, can I see like kind of like a cog mechanism, like a lock mechanism, or is it like, is it like perf- perfectly smooth for a for a javelin, for example? What could, what's it look like? <laughs> mm. Ooh, you 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 look into the lock and you see that it's like jagged, like it needs a key. Mm-hmm. Right, so we can't pick it with a with a javelin. Uh, Types has got a good joke. Go on. He's going to shout, Oi, Lloyd Grossman, stop looking through the keyhole and come and stand back on your block. (laughs) (laughs) That is one of the most obscure British ones I think we've had. Adam, you've really hit my funny bone because I love Lloyd Grossman so much. Oh, yeah. Who lives in a house like this? Who lives in a house like this? David, it's over to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lloyd Grossman pasta sauces uh, just kept me going through university. They really did. Yes! Good shit. I've I've literally got a slow cooker full of that and like vegetables and meatballs and stuff like on the go right now as we record this podcast. Oh, that'd be nice for after. So good. So good. American listeners think like... um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and that's uh, that's Lloyd Grossman. <laughs> <laughs> what a confusing reference! That's so good. <laughs> oh god! Uh, People googling him, going, "Doesn't even look that tough." <laughs> Ark, you look into this keyhole. You see that it needs a key. What could be a normal key? Should I, should I try and pick this lock? I mean, I th- you've got a big old javelin there. I mean, you must be able to do something with it. Wow. Uh, note to self for uh, no dice. We need to talk more about Lloyd Grossman's net worth. Jesus Christ, that boy's made a lot of sauces. Okay. He kept, Jamie's kept him kept him busy, really, hasn't he? Kept him in, in money <laughs> throughout uni. He's made a lot of sauce off sauce. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Made a lot of sauce off sauce. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd have a go with the key. I'd have a go with the with the javelin. See if we can see if we can pick the lock that way. I mean, it's probably not what was intended. Do you think we'll get penalised for cheating though, or trying to? Surely anything goes, right? I think anything goes, but like once if if I step back on the if I step back on the pillar like the the pillar the plate, what mm. like what do we do after that? Well, maybe we just, didn't Titus... We're smashing these riddles, so we just complete the riddles, I think. I think we're doing doing well. Yeah, maybe Titus is it's right. Clear... Like, if we'd have just stood on them for a little bit longer, we would have got 
you know, got a riddle. Over the riddle, maybe. Okay, go on then. Let's try it. Let's try it. I'm gonna land back on back on that plate. Ark, you leave the door. You leave the corporeal lock. You hover over to the blue plate. You plant your talons down on it. Yeah. You hear a ding. Ooh. But you don't hear anything else move in the room. You don't see a key appear. You don't see another lock. Nothing else happens. You're just stood on these plates, all lit up, as the ding dissipates in the room. Can I, uh, can I draw my crossbow? Can I try and shoot an arrow through the keyhole? You absolutely can, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, yeah. Give it a whirl. Probably not going to do anything, but... I will... Do I need to roll anything for this? Uh, roll to hit with your, um, with your crossbow. It's dexterity, isn't it? Uh, modded 20. Modded 20. Wow. I'm doing really well today, guys. Okay. Um, Zakaya. Good. You aim your crossbow straight and true. Um, I'm going to say that you would have had to... You would have had to tell Titus and Ark to duck down on these uh, plates because mm. it's mm. a straight line from where you are to the door, but we'll ignore that. That's absolutely okay. fine. <laughs> um, modded 20, you hit the corporeal lock and the arrow just sails straight through. Oh. And, then you the hear, and then you hear a... Oh. As another door in the side of this room opens up and you see this ghostly like skeletal body of a wraith come out of the wall and start screeching at you all everybody go ahead and roll initiative oh my god is that she will she be mad uh oh uh oh is that she Bonjour, madame. Je m'appelle Titus Bastard Caligari. <laughs> yeah, you hear a demonic oh. screeching coming from the side of the wall. And as you turn to see, you see a ghostly wraith with its like skeletal-like claws reach out with dark sunken eyes, little to no skin covering its bones, closed in like a dusty and torn cloak. Ark, what did you get? Fifteen. Zakaya? Eight. Titus. 18. Finally. That's good nice. for you. Yes. Well done. Yes, really good. <clears throat> I, mean, I have no idea what I'm doing with a wraith, but still. <laughs> I think uh, I think Jamie's little meta mind has a little bit of an idea what's going on here. But here we go. Titus, you are up first in the initiative. Amazingly, you see this wraith come out of the wall you're still stood on your plate. What do you do? Try to talk sense into her. Hello there, lady. Could you please... Are you here to give us a riddle? <laughs> oh. Maybe not. So, um, uh, what are we thinking? What does that, what does that mean? <laughs> Any, anything we can, we can discern from that? Really know. So she's a ghost. I don't really know what I can do. I feel like if I swing, it's just going to go straight through her. Uh, I'm really struggling there, I'm, guys. I'm, uh, I'm going to break it to you. You're not. You're not really built for a wraith. I'll tell you that now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Low HP, but yeah. Um, resistant to a lot of things, let's just say. How close is this wraith to me, Ollie? Um, it's probably about 10 feet away from you at this point. I'm laughing because you probably can't even hit it, can you? We can discuss with with Ark, can't we? We can say, Ark, what do we do? Because you've probably fought more of these things than we have. Or have Actually, you? canonically, uh, Ark hasn't isn't like the most clerical of 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 people. Really, he's very much more of a kind of a brawler fighter in his past. But there we more go. More of a more of a people person than a ghost person, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I think, <laughs> I think you and me, Amy, are all right. Um, I uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm just sort of like everyone's just like get on with it, so we can actually get to the spell casting you can, bit. You can ready an so, action. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I'm going to ready an action with my great sword. I'll I'll say if you're not going to help us, madam, I've been very polite. Don't come any closer. I have a very moist sword. <laughs> and I'll just ready an action with a great sword. You ready your action with a great sword. Um, oh, look at that. It's the Wraith's turn. Um, oh, for f- so the Wraith sees you, Titus, ready in action and jolts forward towards you. Um, oh. You can take your attack now as the Wraith gets within <laughs> five feet of you. Little translation there for our listeners. Ollie said, You can take your utterly pointless attack now. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, let's you've read it. You've read it. You, yeah, great, great. Let's swipe, swipe down. I feel like the sword's. It looks better if it goes. Rather than just like stabbing forward. If it goes through her entire body, I think that's more cool looking visually. So yeah, I'll, I'll swipe down. Roll to hit. Great sword. With your great sword. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no. What'd you get? Nat one, baby. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Titus. Adam, Titus, Adam, Titus. Fuck. Okay. Titus, you... I mean, you swing down into this mm. wraith into the sandstone. Titus, you do absolutely no damage to her because you do not hit her. But your sword digs into the sandstone cracks and becomes stuck in between the rocks. So I think the riddle wasn't if you miss, she'll be mad, but if you miss, you'll be fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't didn't rhyme, but I think that was the general consensus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fair. Titus, your broad, your broadsword is now stuck in the floor of this dungeon. You have movement right. and bonus action. Would you like to do anything? <laughs> I think we've already done enough. I think <laughs> just uh, apologize to the wraith and to my fellow party members. <laughs> like a fee for apology. Write a letter for wasting its <laughs> yes. time. Sorry, everybody. You apologize profusely. Um, Titus, as this sword hits into the floor of the sandstone, um, this wraith jolts forward and puts its hands out towards your head, towards your 
heart in your chest. Oh, that sounds like a lot of dice That's he's holding there, brother. There. Titus, you take 20 points of necrotic energy as this race tries to drain your life essence out of you. <laughs> Just mouth wide open, sucking in your soul. Um, you feel weak. You feel drained. Um, you're not exhausted. Nothing's happened to you. You're not, like, mechanically affected. But you do take 20 points of necrotic damage all at once. Um, is that that H? Is that my HP? Your HP, yeah. Can I use? Because I never fucking use this. Yeah. Use Stone's Endurance. Yes. yes. Read. Good read, read Stone's Endurance aloud, please. I don't know if this works either because I always forget how it works. As a reaction, uh, reduce damage dealt to you by one d12 plus three uh, uh, once per short rest. Once per short rest. Um, yeah, there's no other yes. condition. You don't have to hit like one HP or get knocked down. Um, so no. So so yeah. Uh, ro roll what you need to roll to reduce the damage. Yeah. Before I just I buggered up because I thought I, I used it and it was as a reaction, wasn't it? That's how I messed. I remember just trying to do this before and just completely buggering it up. That's all. That was it. Okay. Um, well, this might be the first. Uh, no. Carry on. Carry on. Ignore me. Carry on. Okay, heart and mouth time there for a split second. One d twelve plus three. Does the di no the dad doesn't get affected with all with uh, Jamie's plus four thing? Is it? Sorry, I'm just double checking. And that and here. that bless is probably gone by now. I think. And it only yeah, bless is definitely yeah. gone. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, ten. Ten. Only ten points. Of that's that's great. So that's Titus, you, it. Yeah. you only take ten points of necrotic uh, damage. This <laughs> wraith tries to suck the soul out of you, um, like many women have before, I'm sure. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you resist it. You see your, like everybody in the room, you turn to see Titus's skin become thicker, become muscular, become veiny, almost like, almost like rhino skin, just harden up to resist all of this life-draining energy from leaving his body. That's the end of the Wraith's go. Ark, it's your turn. Uh, cool. I'm going to cast a spell. I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. So, a flash of light streaks across toward a creature of your choice within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the creature. On a hit, the target takes 4d6 radiant damage. And the next turn... Uh, I'm sorry. And the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage. Thanks to the mystical dim light gathering on the target. Lovely. So, yeah. Well, Ark is granting advantage to everybody who is attacking this wraith going forward. If it hits. So, uh, that is... Oh, it might not hit. Uh, does a 16 hit? It absolutely does. Yeah, cool. So let me roll my damage. So that is... That's one. Seven. <laughs> Eight. Nine. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, nine radiant damage. Nine radiant damage. Nine radiant damage, mm, you say. Radiant damage. Nine radiant damage, you little bastard. Mm. All of all of that all of that damage is done to that wraith. Very well done. Um, 
yeah, you, you this guiding bolt appears from you, casting it with your with your hands. Still with, I imagine your um, your quarter staff in your hand, or have you got you haven't got a shield, so it's just quarter staff at this point, isn't it? Yeah, my little walking. Actually, it would be my my sword, I think. Probably your sword, sword and walking right. stick at the same time because sword um, and walking stick. Being very very nerdy, I can cast spells with both of those because I am a warcaster. So you see this radiant bolt of energy hit this wraith and she screams out again as it takes all of this energy and pain within her Ark, is that the end of your go? Uh, that is the end of my turn, yeah Zakaya, you're up, what are you doing? Okay, uh, I'm going to cast uh, actually that's a very good point no one's left their pedestals yet, have they? yeah, I'm, not, I'm probably not going to move um, how far is the wraith away from me? The Wraith is, let's see, Titus was on the green. You're 10 feet away from it. Okay, and I thought about Sorry, casting. no, sorry, correction. You're 20 foot away from it because Titus was 10 feet away from it and you're on the plate further back. Zakaya, you are 20 feet away from this Wraith. Right, and the Wraith, both, both my party members are also in front of me. I'm on the last the first one so I can't really do something like thunder wave because or, or ice knife because I'd risk hurting them um that is a pain in the ass I might just cast frostbite again try and slow it down um especially that doesn't waste a spell slot either so cool I will cast frostbite so it needs to uh roll a constitution saving throw please It got an 18. Damn it. Yeah, that's uh, that's 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 past it. So, yep, nothing else I can do there, really. No damage, no half damage. It's not... As far as I'm aware, no, on a failed save, the target takes cold damage and has this advantage. Um, no, doesn't say anything about if it if it's successful. Yeah. Zakaya, you recast this spell that you <sighs> just cast on a zombie, like, seconds before... And it fizzles within your hand, and you 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 know you're like um you're like Tobey Maguire in the first Spider-Man, where you're like web, 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 and it's web. just it's just not working. <laughs> ice, ice, and nothing is happening. Um, Sakai, you have movement and a bonus action. Am I within touching distance of Ark? No. No. Okay. Well, I'm just going to use healing word in that case on Titus. Um, oh, thanks. Yep, I'm going to a creature of your choice that you can see because there's no contact necessary within range uh, regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Um, this spell has no effect on undead or constructs. So, given that Titus is neither, that should be fine. <laughs> so, wasn't exactly the best though, Titus. Um, increases by 1d4 for each. Do I cast it at second level? How weak are you, Titus? He's lost. You lost ten. I've got a lot of HP still left. You're quite tanky, aren't you? Um, yeah. I'm just going to cast it at first level, so you've got back five hit points. Oh, thanks. There we go. Zakaya, that's, that's the end. That's the end of your go. Ark, what are you doing? Didn't I go before? Yes, it's Titus's, Titus's go. go. Uh, oh, I could. Oh, I know what I can do. 
I mean, because me getting involved in any combat is utterly bloody pointless. Can I just concentrate on getting my sword out of the floor, please, Ollie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can. Um, you can use your action. Um, I'll make you roll an athletics check. Um, Get you, in. You didn't hit anything last time, so you're currently not raging. Oh, shit. Actually, no, it doesn't matter. Rage. I say it doesn't matter. Gives you advantage on certain abilities and stuff. Yeah. So if you wanted to rage to have advantage to get your sword out of the floor, you could do, or you could just do a straight one without the advantage. No, I'll, I'll, I don't want to burn through my rages because I don't know how long this is going to last for. So I'll, I'll, I'll wait a second. I'll wait a beat. Look at us I'll being all tactical. Yeah. You guys, you've come such a long way. This is great. I'm, yeah. sh I'm sure the separate WhatsApp group helps as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Titus. The things we say about you in there. Oh, I bet. I bet. Um, <laughs> DM, more like dick muncher. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, Ollie. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, okay, well, this is the end of the campaign, everyone. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> My feelings were hurt by one comment, and I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> Titus, if you want to make <laughs> Titus, if you want to make an athletics to, check, when I do this podcast, Ollie, I'm meant to get away from my workplace. This <laughs> is taking me back to the YouTube comments all over again. <laughs> Fucking hell, Titus, if you want to make an athletics check to get your sword out of the floor, go for it. Okay, I'm good. At, I'm good at this, he says before rolling another fucking nat one. Okay, still not that much better. Uh, Twelve? Twelve. Titus, you loosen the sword, but it doesn't come all the way out. Okay. Uh, there's not, well, not much else I can really do, is there? Can I have another yank at the sword? No, that's my main action, I suppose, wasn't it? That is your main action. Um, uh, let's think can about. I just sigh loudly because I know what's about to happen? <laughs> you can absolutely sigh loudly. End <sighs> <laughs> turn. There we go. <laughs> Titus, you loosen your sword. It does not come out of the floor. Um, it's the Wraith's go. So the Wraith launches forward to try and drain your life force, Titus. Titus, you take 18 points of necrotic damage as this wraith sucks the living life out of you. Yikes. How you looking? Half health I'm at now, guys. Just a heads up. Okay. So I'm still, don't worry about it being too much. Mm. You've got your potions as well, remember? <clears throat> yeah, kill, kill this bitch. <laughs> you see the Wraith suck more life energy out of you, Titus, and she starts to look slightly healthier than she was previously. Um, <gasps> I bloody hate it when bosses do that. That is my <laughs> one pet peeve in games when they bloody heal. Only we should have that privilege. <laughs> <laughs> this wraith screeching and crying out over Titus's body. Um, we move on to Ark. 
Ark, what are you doing? How close is the wraith to me? The wraith is right next to Titus, so he's like within five feet of him. You are ten feet from this. Oh no, sorry. Uh, 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 uh. No, sorry, you're twenty foot away from it. Cool. Right. I'm going to shout out as Ark and just go, uh, guys, do we, need, do we need to pop a big gun? Do we need to pop one of the big guns? <laughs> um, I feel like with Titus at half health, possibly, yeah. Can I... I hope... Can I, can I move off the plate? <gasps> oh. oh. Oh, I don't know. The thing is, he already has. Do you know what I mean? Like, his booby trap, the zombies, you would have thought would already have been activated when he did it the first time. Maybe. But if it gets rid of the wraith, I feel like... Yeah, the wraith is a bigger problem. Time we can tackle... Like we could, at least I could fight other things. I'm utterly pointless in this fight. Yeah, I think we need, <laughs> we need to take this bitch down quick, don't we? <clears throat> so you're going to see my walking stick kind of glowing a little bit at the top. And you're going to see like a little tiny bird just kind of come out of the top of the walking stick. And then you're going to see like 5, 10, 15, 20 birds all kind of pour out, all kind of spectral, all glowing. And they're going to flitter around me uh, within uh, kind of a 15 foot radius. And I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians. So Spirit Guardians, nice. you call forth spirits to protect you. They flit around you at a distance of 15 feet for the duration. Uh, if you are good or neutral, their spectral form appears angelic or fey, your choice. They're going to be birds. Uh, when you cast uh, this spell, you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. Uh, so I'm going to pick uh, Zack and Titus. Uh, an affected creature's speed is halved in the area. When the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 uh, radiant damage. Uh, on a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage. So I'm going to pop up this kind of like How big's the area? 15 foot around me. So okay. I'm going to cast that uh, and I'm going to walk. Well, yeah, I'm just going to fly uh, right next to uh, Titus. So he's kind of covered in all these kind of flittering birds around him. Yeah, you see this tornado of like radiant birds just fluttering around almost like uh, almost like crows in the film The Crow, you know, just attacking and being like, <gasps> all around just creating this chaos Ark, you step off the blue plate roll me a d4 oh dear three three you start to hear stones in the ceiling moving and pulling apart ever so slightly and then sand starts to fill the dungeon room, pouring in from the ceiling. It's just, it's just little bits at the moment. But Ark, you could gather that in a in a couple of rounds or so, that the the room would be full of sand. We're going to the bloody shadow realm, boys. Ark, <laughs> <laughs> oh. is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, nope. That's all I can do. Zakaya, you're up next. Oh, God. What are you doing? <sighs> okay. 
Uh, how far is um, Titus Nark away from me? Uh, they are 10 feet. 10 feet. Okay, cool. Um, I am going to pop down my bear spirit totem. So this grants me and my allies uh, endurance. So each creature of my choice in the aura uh, gains temporary hit points equal to five plus my druid level. So everyone gets a cheeky nine extra hit points, which is useful for Titus. It affects people within a 30 um, foot radius, which obviously we're all, we're all covered. I can pop it down just in front of me without getting off of the, uh, the podium. Uh, in addition, me and my allies gain advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws while we're inside this aura. So that's my first point of call. I'm then going to cast Frostbite once again. Fingers crossed this time is the one on the, I was going to say Banshee, on the Wraith. It's it's a banshee. It's a wraith. It's whatever you want to deem it. It's screaming in front of you, so it might as well be a banshee. Okay, yeah. right. Uh, frostbite. Let's do it. Oh, you have to roll your your um constitution, don't you? Sorry, Ollie. That's me. Nineteen. Oh, this thing is so conty. On a failed <laughs> save, uh, obviously that's when action happens. So on a, on a successful successful save, nothing happens. Frostbite does nothing again. You no ice. You plant this spirit totem around your allies, around everybody in the room, uh, granting this healing power of the forest, the druid, druidic forest that you you hail from. Um, you beef everybody up. You give them temporary hit points, and your frostbite just fizzles in your hand again. You you can't quite get to grips with why it's not working and, and why you can't attack this wraith slash banshee. Um, great work there, Sakaya. Uh, we go to the top of the round again. Yep. Titus, you're up. What are you doing? I've never hated being first more. <laughs> Normally, I'm like, yeah, let's take someone's head off. Uh, just, I'm just concentrating on getting this sword out of the floor. There's sand pouring in, but I don't think there's anything I can really do. Is no, no, that's a bad idea. Um. What's the? Uh, what's it look like? Whether the sand's pouring in? Is it a big hole or is it how big's a hole basically? So all the stones in the ceiling have like moved parallel to each other. So there's not one big hole where all the sand's coming in. It's like little cracks, but it's on every ridge of every block. So you are just getting rained on by sand. I guess there's no point in me trying to like block the hole with the javelin or something because there's so many holes. Um, yeah, I'll just concentrate on getting the sword out of the floor then, I suppose. Roll an athletics check, please. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Uh, <laughs> 17. You pull the sword out of the floor. You now have it back in hey. your hands. You have movement and bonus action. Well, I'm not moving. That's for sure. Uh, do I want to... Popper health potion yet? No, we've got, no I've got You've got your extra nine hit points from... as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make a sandcastle, please, Ollie. <laughs> okay. You use a bonus action to make a sandcastle. Uh, the Wraith is going to roll an intimidation check to see if it's scared of your sandcastle. <laughs> oh, look. No, it's Come not. Come on. Um, no, it's oh, not. Oh, could you imagine oh. if it was? 
What would, what would, genuinely, genuine question, what would the Wraith have had to have rolled to be scared of my Sandcastle? One? Oh yeah, nat one. Yeah. Okay. Worth a shot, though. Worth a shot. Some Sandcastles are scary, I'm sure. Uh, not yeah, in this next case. Next one, I'm going to make turrets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Titus, that's the end of your go. It is the Wraith's go. And the Wraith ha. needs to do what, Jamie? Has to make a wisdom saving throw. That's a 19. It passes, uh, but it's still going to take a little bit of damage. God damn it. Okay. Um, so <coughs> these are all these spectral birds, correct? Yeah. Around you, these um, yeah, spirit guardians. Oh, oh, hello. Oh. So it would have taken eighteen radiant damage, but it's half now. Uh, to because it low. because it passed yeah. on the the saving throw. Yeah. It would have taken seventeen. Did you uh, say? Eight, did I say? I think I said eighteen, didn't I? We'll take it. Oh, if yeah, you said 18, 18. so it's going to be 5, okay. 9 radiant damage. 9 radiant damage. Okay. Lovely. Um, that's because it started its go in the spectral birds that are flying around. Mm -hmm. um, Ark, this banshee slash wraith is very butt hurt that you've uh, <laughs> started causing damage to her. Um, so she is going to try and drain the life out of you as well. Cool. Get in. Sorry. Just. It's getting very samey over here. Arc does a 23 hit. It absolutely does. Okay. Arc, you take 19 points of necrotic damage. Thank you for those temporary hit points. You're welcome. <clears throat> Damn. You hear this banshee rear up as it's being surrounded by all these birds, like swatting in the way. <laughs> swatting again oh. and then gets in towards you, just puts its hands on the side of your beaky face and just try to suck the life, the life force from your soul through your skull. I'm going to go. Um, <laughs> make it. <clears throat> make a deck safe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is 14. Ooh, you are going to take... Like this. Uh, you are going to take 15 lightning damage. Okay, wow. 15 lightning damage. That's going to be half to eight. Okay. Um, resistant to lightning damage, as you now find out, as this lightning strikes onto this wraith. Um, th this wraith is looking hurt. Cool. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah, this lightning strike just appears out of nowhere through all these birds. <laughs> Starts like, you see like the, the only flesh that's left on this bony skeletal woman is just fried off. Um, we did Titus, then we did the wraith. Now, Ark, it's your actual go. Cool. Uh, for my action, I'm going to take the dodge action. And you're going to see all of my kind of spectral birds uh, kind of just above this wraith kind of part. And I'm going to bonus action cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So Spiritual Weapon, hold on. So Spirit Guardians is, uh, is that concentration? It is concentration. 
spiritual weapon isn't concentration. Isn't concentration. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, ah. So you create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until you cast this spell again. Uh, when you cast the spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature you see within five feet of the weapon. On a hit, the target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against the creature within five feet of it. The weapon can take whatever form you choose. Um, so I'm going to make it look like, I don't know, a, a proton pack from Ghostbusters. Very nice. <laughs> yes. Very nice. Uh, yes. So, Lovely I'm going to make an attack roll. Uh, does a 19 hit? 100%. Okay. Yes. And then I throw in the D8. That's a 4. Plus, what's my spell? Uh, that is 8 force damage. 8 force damage. Okay, is the Wraith pushed back at all, or it's just force damage? No, it just takes a big old smack with it. Okay. You are hurting this Wraith. This is... I was expecting everyone. This is my big gun, guys. This is it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go for this it. This is the big gun. Um, Ark, we move away from you. Zakaira, it is your go. Right, so how's the, how's the, the Wraith looking now? The Wraith is looking hurt. Um, the Wraith is let's say the wraith is bloodied at this point which um if uh, listeners have forgotten is below half health whereabouts is is titus right now he's still on his button isn't he yeah in front of me okay is the banshee sort of off to the side with arc um or are they still sort of directly in line in front of me they're they're, they're not like yeah, uh, the, the Wraith is within five feet of Titus. Um, Ark moved... Ark, you moved off of your button, yeah, uh, which is why the sand came in, um, and you are, you're within five feet of it as well because of, because of your spectral thingies and all that stuff. So they're all clustered together. They're all within five feet of each other. Um, tell me what you want to do, and I'll, I'll see if I can help you miss somebody. <laughs> hmm. I, well, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a risk, but I feel like it's the kind of risk I'm, I'm going to try and take because basically, if um, if I cast Ice Knife, I fling a shard of ice at a creature within range. That uh, creature, if it hits, it, that target takes 1d10 piercing damage. Then the shard explodes. The target and each creature within 5 feet of it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. And yep. I think from from where I'm seeing it in my head, Ark is the only one within five feet of it. Uh, they're both within five feet of it. Like, they're Damn. both okay. super close. So uh, if you did it. that, you would definitely hit the Wraith, the yep. Banshee. Um, but Titus and Ark would have to make saving throws. Yep. Same thing goes for Thunderwave as well. It's just a bit risky. Because if I try that... Yeah, it, you I mean, guys you can to... you can shout to the party if you want. You can talk amongst yourselves during this battle. Like, there's no reason you can't talk to each other. You're all in the same room. Yeah, well, the problem is if if only the bear spirit token gives us a strength advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws, but not on constitutional decks, 
which is what both of those spells are. Mm. So it's a bit of a bummer. I feel like I've picked the wrong, <laughs> picked the wrong uh, totem. I'm going to go for Frostbite one more time. Third time lucky. Come on. Okay. Can you roll a constitution uh, saving throw for me all? Zakaya. Come on. That's a natural, that's a natural one. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! I'm so glad I tried that one more time. Natural oh. one, Zakaya, which means your damage is going to be doubled. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So just double what I got on the roll. Don't do another roll. Uh, so so what is what is your normal it's damage? One, it's a roll D6. plus your mod. Of, oh, it's just one d six, no pluses. No. Just one d six for frostbite. Just one d six, and then disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll. That's okay. That's the other great. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, rolled. Um, hold on. How do we normally do this? We I was do just thinking whatever. just double what I got, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because I got a, I got a four. So Great. double that, eight. Eight damage eight. and nice. disadvantage on your next weapon attack roll. Okay, Get what, what type of damage is that? Is that cold damage? Cold damage. Okay, unfortunately that damage is half to four. Okay. But nonetheless, Pissed on my your frostbite <laughs> is starting to, like it's working. Yes. It's going. Yes, okay. Uh, Zakai's at the end of your go. Yes, I wish I knew what rates were weak to. <laughs> uh, yep. Everything. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. They're resistant to everything. Nothing. They're also, they're also immune to a few things. So um, do be careful with that one. Titus, it's your go. Well, I mean, what's the point? Can I hide? Can I just... <laughs> In his sandcastle, which is now like three feet tall. <laughs> Can you hide? Titus, you could... You could definitely hide if you wanted to. You would be coming off of the button. The wraith is oh, currently God, no, distracted. No, 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 no. Anything, anything button related, I'm, I'm out straight away. I don't know because <laughs> I don't know whether it's like you're all, you know, you're off the buttons, which means you can all move about, or every time you step off, step off a button, it triggers something. In which case, we could have sand pouring in and under undead zombies and a fucking wraith to deal with. So I'm not risking yeah. it. Just to clarify, now that we're back to the top of the round with Titus, um, the sand is like just below your knees. Um, in fact, Titus, it's like it's just below your knees, but Ark and Zakaya, it's like nearly up to your waist. Um, so <gasps> Shit, at the end, that's of, start through a strict movement. At the end of this round, you will be moving within difficult terrain, which will half your speed. Titus, what are you doing? Uh... <laughs> I've, j I've never felt more useless in this game. Um, <laughs> headbutt the wraith. I don't want to risk digging my sword in. So just... I'm some of that. Great. You can, you can headbutt the wraith if you want. You can use your head. You can use your sword. I mean, your sword does do more damage. So I would probably use your sword. No, I... I I'm just... I, well, and then I suppose it didn't actually hit it. Yeah, let's swing with this greatsword bollocks to it. I don't think it does anything, but let's try. Great, roll to hit. <laughs> what? Why now? Nat 20. That is mad. Nat 20. So I've had a okay. nat 1 and a nat 20 with this greatsword. Amazing. Titus, roll your damage. Double it. Wow, I was definitely going to get hot. Okay. Okay. 
Got on the floor, everyone. It's okay. Still good. Uh, 14 <laughs> damage. damage. 14 damage, okay. Titus, that is half to seven yeah, damage. So. Still damage. Damage is damage, yeah. and that's seven. That's a lot. The Wraith is looking very hurt right now. Like, super, super, super hurt. Get in. Um, Titus, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? No, I'm good. I was, I'm genuinely okay. surprised I've been able to do anything, so I'm just happy <laughs> to be here. Titus, you, you swing down into this Wraith. You hear it. You hear it screech and cry out. Um, it sounds like it's in pain. Like even though it was screeching before, like you didn't think you thought it was in control of, you know how it was mm. how it was feeling, how it was sounding. It it now sounds like it's um, a bit out of control. Um, that is the wraith's go. And the wraith turns towards Zakaya and uh -oh. makes a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Got a uh, wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Got an eleven. Uh, that unfortunately takes full damage. Uh, yeah. So oh please. That's three. Uh, six. That's nine. Uh, eleven radiant damage. Eleven oh. radiant damage. Kiss you, Jamie. Ooh, arc, 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 arc. Um, this wraith is on the garden path to death's door. <laughs> you see the dusty cloak on this wraith is like tattered and falling off now you've hit it so many times with with a sword with ice with magic it's just it's it's bones and sinew are staying together only through like sheer will at this point um so the wraith is now going to move towards zakaya mm -hmm. um bring it what, up what's the speed of the wraith the wraith speed is sixty feet. Okay. Cool. So so gets out of your gets out of your spectral thing. Yeah, it's it can only go forty five feet though, Max, because it's the speed is halved in my my birds. I really love those birds. The wraith gets up to Zakaya and drains the life out of her. I mean, thanks, guys. I feel like he's more angry now because of how long it took to to get there. Zakaya does 21 hit. Of course it does. Okay. No. That wraith be pierced. Wow. Okay. Um, Zakaya, oh no. you, take, you take 24 points of necrotic damage. Ah! How are you looking? 14. This wraith grabs the side of your head and you feel your you feel your eyes kind of open so wide as she just envelops all or most of your life energy out of your body. Does that mean that bitch just got healed for 14 points of, dam of damage? You don't feel like... Roll an insight check. Anybody who wants to roll an insight check, roll an insight check. Oh, I'll do it, bollocks. Oh, I've just... I've done it. But yeah, you go, Titus. What did you get? I only got a 10. Zakaya? I got a 21. Ark, just in case for shits and giggles. I rolled a nat 1, so I'm happy I got nat that one. out of the way. Okay, okay. <laughs> Blissfully ignorant. Cooking them dice. Zakaya, with a 21, um, you notice that the Wraith being 
being as low, uh, being as bloodied as she is, can no longer heal herself. Get in. Nice. Okay. All right. Cool. Who's go next? Ark, you're up. Uh, how far away is she from me? Uh, she moved. Let's see. You were da, 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 thirty. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna fly right next to her again. Um, so she's gonna be surrounded by all of my uh, my birds again. Um, I'm gonna bonus action move my spiritual weapon twenty foot. So I can't quite get to her, but I'm going to move it slightly closer to her. Uh, and then I am just going to take a swing with my short sword. Okay, go for it. Roll to hit. That is 11. Misses. Oh. Oh. On this occasion, you swing across with your sword. You move your, um, your spectral weapon closer but not close enough to to get at this banshee and yeah you miss with your sword swinging down into the floor not getting stuck like titus did but swinging down mm. into the sandstone floor ark is there anything else you can do i think you've used everything that's everything that's literally everything i can do zakaya <laughs> you're up what are you doing can i use um it's quite close to me now isn't it within five feet of you like right up in your grill Ripen my grill. Can you use a cantrip? You can use shillelagh and attack with it the same turn, can't you? Or can you not? Shillelagh is a bonus action, I it's believe. A bonus, bonus cantrip. Yeah. Yep. So you can you can use that bonus action to make a weapon magical, and then use your action to use that magical weapon. Got you. So I will use uh, the bonus cantrip shillelagh. So the wood of a club or quarterstaff you are holding, in my case it's the wooden handle of my, uh, my sort of uh, hand axe, um, yep. is imbued with nature's power. For the duration, you can use your spellcasting ability instead of strength for the attack and damage rolls of melee attacks using that weapon and the weapon's damage die becomes a d8. The weapon also becomes magical if it isn't already. The spell ends if you cast it again or if you let go of the weapon. So uh, I've cast Shillelagh. My weapon is now um, 1d8 plus 4. So that's good. And then is that added to what it already was? Or is it just become 1d8 plus 4? It becomes 1d8 1 1 plus 4. 1d8 plus 4. That's what I thought it would. Okay, cool. So yeah, 1d8 plus 4. Uh, I'll roll to hit. Okay. And I can use Wisdom, Spellcasting Modifier, rather than Strength. That's right. I'm getting it. Oh, yes. Oh, that's good. 22. 22 hit. 22 hits. Yes. Okay, so 1d8 plus 4. Plus 4. Okay, Zakaya, in this instance, this Wraith has 6 HP remaining. <gasps> you've, already oh. got, you've already got the plus 4. So you literally need to roll two on the dice, and this banshee's done. Come on. Come on. I got a two. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, oh no. Zakaya, yes! finish this wraith. 
I'm gonna yell, sorry for ghosting you, bitch. <laughs> Slash it across <laughs> the face. Wow! Wow! Yes. <sighs> cool, that was Zakaya, good. you slash your hand axe across this bitch's face. Um, and in doing so, you completely cave her skull in. It just oh. breaks. You see this hovering wraith who's screeching at you all this time, doing all this damage and sucking the life out, energy out of all of you, just like the magic around this being just dissipates. And you see the bones and the cape just fall to the floor in a dusty, dank mess. <sighs> Thank God. That you are all was horrible. Out of combat. Guys, I want out of here and I want out of here now. Yeah. Had, what now? What was the riddle again? So, so we've got the first bit. The last bit was... As you're all you... discussing this... You look towards the back of the room and you see that the corporeal lock completely disappears and you hear a door go click and open a jar. Oh, was that it? Did we do it? I'm going to fly towards that door and see if it opens. It opens. Cool. Yes. As soon as you push on, as soon as you push on it, you hear the hundreds of thousands of people all around you, oh. like in in the stadium. You hear all the crowds cheering and just all the sounds of what you heard outside in the stadium that you couldn't hear in this room. Um, yeah, Ark, you've got this jar of door, and you can hear all these sounds. I got really confused there. I was about to say, who opened the jar? <laughs> <laughs> When is a door not a door? <laughs> <laughs> when it's a jar. <laughs> oh wow! Should we uh, should we finish this finish this shit off? Should we, you know? Yep. Let's go. Let's get to that platform now. Now. Yeah, now. All of us have to stand on it. I've remembered that part. All of the all of us have to get on that platform. Cool. So I am just for shits and giggles. Uh, I'm going to smack open that door with my spiritual weapon to kind of make a bit of an exit. Nice. Boom! You bust it open. It, it just boom, like yes. off its hinges, cascades onto the floor. You hear the crowd. Yeah, fuck Give yeah. the punters a show. Yes, yeah, oh, absolutely. Someone has been watching Gladiator recently. Win the crowd, and you will win your freedom. <laughs> cool. I'm gonna fly out of that door. Ark, you fly out of the door. Are you flying straight up? What are you doing? Uh, yeah, go on, I'll fly straight up. Okay, you fly straight up and boom, oh. you hit your head on a glass ceiling. <laughs> you look around you and you see that there is another room ahead of you through a glass corridor to the second game of the day. Oh my god. I thought this was all three of them. <laughs> well, I didn't think it was all three of them, but I thought we'd get a chance to rest in between. Yep. Cool. We have a nap in the corridor. Yeah, I thought there'd be a break, like an intermission for us to have a little rest. Well, I'm glad and, I like, didn't rage rest. so much. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got to save something, haven't you? Yeah. Ark, oh. Ark you, you hit your head and your vision goes blurry for a second and you kind of float back down to this glass corridor that separates the first game room to the second game room. Um, and you see all around you in the stadium people like 
cheering and jeering and pyrotechnics going off and just people enjoying the games. You see, as you come out, a banner with all of your faces on it with yes! Team Arzatit emblazoned on this like banner that falls from the stadium. Ark, roll me a perception check. Uh, that is... <laughs> That's an eight. That's an eight, okay. Even with an eight and seeing this thing off in the distance, you see underneath the banner as it drops um, and reveals all of your faces and your team name that you guys are currently in fifth place in this game. You see that four other teams have completed this game before you and are already in the second room. Oh, we need to quit. Be speedy. Fifth out of how Anybody many, else? sorry? Eight, I uh, think. Out of eight teams in total. Okay, thought so, yeah. Anybody else that wants to make me a perception check right now can do. I'll Four give boys. it a whirl. 21. <laughs> very good rolls tonight. My God, I haven't rolled this good in ages. I got a 12. Titus, what did you matter. get? You got, got a 12. 12. <laughs> okay, 12 doesn't matter. Um, Zakaya, you enter out of... Enter, Sorry. You exit out of this room into the glass corridor. You see Ark hover down to the floor. And you take a second to look around the stadium. Um, at all these people cheering you on. All these people who, you know, a few hours ago didn't know your name. Didn't know you existed. Wouldn't have even given you a... Well, maybe because you're a half-elf they would have given you a second look. But wouldn't have paid you too much <laughs> attention. Now you're getting all this like love and appraise just for doing what you've been doing with your adventuring companions for the last 11 days. And I have checked everybody listening. It's only been 11 days that these guys have wow. been together. Wow. Um, Zakaya, you look out into the stadium and maybe on, I want to say the fourth or fifth tier of this stadium, bearing in mind this stadium holds hundreds of thousands of people. It's like you know, 10, 15, 20 stories tall. You see the royal box. The box where planetary officials, where leaders of governments and parties are allowed in as VIPs to watch the game. And you see various kinds of races and people and dignitaries and all just in this VIP box eating you know like volivants and <laughs> having champagne and um, it, it, it's a real the rich the powerful these are the people that have paid yeah. top dollar you know like thousands of gold just mm. maybe even hundreds of thousands of gold just to get into this event and Zakaya, you see with your keen elven eyesight elves. Elves who you've never seen before in your life, but elves that wear the colours of Ean, your home planet, Titus's home planet, oh, sorry, Ark's home planet. You also see, just to the left of them, a woman in a bright jade green dress, sparkling 
looks absolutely stunning. She's got grey skin. And she's wearing a crown on her head. And just to the left of that, Zakaya, you see what looks like an admiral's uniform. And in that admiral's uniform is a very well-pressed and dressed, very old-looking Aarakocran gentleman. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> do I recognise him? I do, don't I? Straight away. Oh no, actually, I I don't because I've never I've never seen him in person. Mm. I only know of Ark's story of him. I don't know what he looks like, do I? You don't. No. Okay. So I, Zach would not have recollection of him. Okay. But these are the people that you see in that VIP box. <laughs> so far, Zakaya, you're the only person that's seen them. Okay. okay, all right. I think the elves would probably get my attention the most uh, because it's very rare that you see elves, like Bansp and Rapple said. You know, <laughs> elves don't elves don't come along very often and get involved in the games. So, um, yeah, I think that really catches Zach's eye that there are elves who look like her, or at least a little bit like her there. Um, yeah, she's... Uh, She's going to say nothing to the team for the time being. Oh. And that's where we end our session. Oh. <laughs> Bloody hell, guys. That was Do you know what? Good. Do you know what? I I had all three games planned out for this episode. And yes. Do you know what? Do you know what? Wraiths just take time. They're yep. such an absolute fuckery of a monster. Um but you, you guys did great. You got through the first game. And yeah, Zakaya has noticed some people and has not told the party just yet. Um, but we'll see if we can find out in the next episode of Dice With Death. Thank you so much to my players, Jamie, Amy and Adam for coming through and playing another episode as we normally do as Ark, Zakaya and Titus. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you should subscribe. Subscribe? You should subscribe um, and leave us a five-star review. You can now leave us a five-star review on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever you want to call it. So please go ahead and do that. It really, really does help us out. Um, any plugs from anyone? I realize that I never really asked this, but like, any plugs from anybody? Hmm... I mean, to be honest, it's been such a manic Christmas, like winter period in my new job that I don't really have any side hustle stuff going on at the moment. So I just kind of had to had to leave it in just like permanent hiatus ever since I started with Netflix. So yeah, I hopefully in the next few months, as me and Jamie were discussing earlier, like I'd like to get my podcast up and going and then I'll have something to plug again. Um, get back on the old poddy horse. Absolutely. Um, I think I've been getting my fix so much with you guys and enjoying yeah. it so much with you guys. So. <laughs> For the time being, go back and listen to My Game Fiction Addiction uh, with uh, Amy Mallet. She does a great, um, it's like a games writing podcast. I've been listen on it. Listen to me and Ollie. I was going to say, me and Ollie did an episode yeah. together on Shadow of the Colossus, which is one of the best games, one of my favourite games of all time. It was, we, it was great chatting about, to you about it. Yeah, it was really good. What did we speak about? We spoke about how much the horse was over it. <laughs> um, how uh, I can't I can't even remember. So we talked about sort of like Wanda installing a, a maiden rack, roof rack. 
yeah. to carry his yeah, luggage. We, we, we talk about it all. We talk about it all. Yeah, uh, but good. yeah, go check out My Game Fiction Addiction. Adam, have you got anything to plug? Yeah, I feel like the Venn diagram of D&D people and wrestling fans are pretty tight. Like, it's just nerd stuff in it. So if you like, if you like wrestling, uh, what culture wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, You'll see, we're kind of the top of the charts normally. You'll spot us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do we do reviews of, of, of shows across the spectrum. WWE, AW, that sort of thing. Pay-per-views, premium live events. Uh, As they're now known, like, yes. Yeah. We also have roundtable discussions, stuff like that. We're on the road to WrestleMania, basically. If you're going to get back into wrestling, now's the time to do it. Yeah, so just search What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. Jamie, anything from you to plug, please? Uh, I'm going to plug my wife's podcast. So I'm yes, plug... I knew you'd do this. Great. Plug it, plug it. I was really I'm hoping plug... he was going to say, nothing to plug. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, their wife's podcast, uh, a dopamine kick uh, with uh, Shell and Sparky. Um, they basically do like really nice little self-help kind of inspirational podcasts around certain topics so uh, shell's very much a science person so she gives the science behind all the studies and stuff she mentions i think they are i think the one that you might be listening to when this comes out is she's done one about uh, negative thoughts which is really really interesting actually mm, um, i think i find that really interesting yeah, yeah it's re- it's really really good um so yeah have a listen wherever you get your podcasts I listen to it every single Sunday and it genuinely does like reaffirm and reset my week, like just Mm. going into it with better habits and stuff. So yeah, please check out A Dopamine Kick. Please check out My Game Fiction Addiction and please check out everything on whatculture.com. Not that we need to plug it. Have you got anything to plug? Yeah. Uh, Have you got anything to plug, Just this podcast. Just that like, honestly... Please tell everybody about this podcast. We have so much fun putting it together and we want everybody, not just the people who join us on Twitter, but everybody else to like come and enjoy this podcast. Yeah, um, yeah that's all from me. Uh, Jamie, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jamu1987. Amy, where can people find you on social media? On the old Twitter, uh, at Amy underscore Mallet. And Adam Wilborn, where can people find you on the social media? You can find me everywhere on social media at Adam Wilborn. And you know what? I've never done this before, which doesn't really make any sense. But you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at dead underscore eight. D-E-A-D underscore E-I-G-H-T. Come follow me. Come have a chat. He's the man you want to follow. He's the man with the answers. He's the man of the world. That's true. Come talk to me about this shit. It's all right, listeners. Um, I'll bleep that out. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) And cut here. Um, Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dice with Death. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye.